Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. 
Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It is another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. We are here with Ashley. And there's somebody snoring, Ashley, in your lap. So if the listeners hear it, who's hanging out with you today? It's Dawson. It's Dawson. He's always hanging out with me, literally. He loves his little chest carrier pouch thing. Shout out to Artie Pop for uh, giving me this. It's been the greatest gift we have received. (laughs) No offense to all the other gifts. This thing keeps him content when he's going his most wild. Really? He's having a total scream attack. Doesn't want a bottle, doesn't want a pacifier, doesn't like his swing, his bouncer, anything like that. This has not failed us once. So knock on wood, we've always had a solution to his crying. That's a big deal. It's a really big deal. I'm sure it'll fail us one day and I will freak out. But then I'm just going to put him in the bath because his other favorite spot in the entire world is the bathtub. When he's even near the bathtub, like when I lay him on a towel before he yeah. gets in, he he calms down. Like he knows he's getting in. It's his favorite time of – we do it a couple times a week. I'm going to keep doing it more and more though because it puts him to sleep really well at night. Well, that is uh, – that's also Jessica's favorite place is the bath. Like if she's stressed it's Jared's out, Jared's favorite. That's Jared's favorite place. That's funny. Yeah, because if like if I want to be a good husband and she's like, I've had a hard day. Like, I mean, it's I'm thinking like it's one of the easiest things I could ever yeah. do. It's just right? like run a bath, and yeah. all of a sudden she's happy and she's like, "You're the best husband ever." And I'm like, "Hey, I just turned on some water, put a little salt in there, pretty right? nice, pretty nice, little bubble bath and some bath salts, and yeah. it really makes it seem like you know." That says you care. Yeah. Still trying to figure out Waylon's favorite thing that calms him down. He's gotten oh, in a mood. Okay. Ashley, tell me this. You're you're you've raised a few pups in your life. When he has to go to the bathroom now, instead of going to the door, he gets a aggra- like he like nips at my heels. Is that a no thing? No way. Yeah. I have not experienced that, but you're lucky that he tells you. Yeah, and I'm in lucky. Yeah, because he gets bigger and his his bathroom breaks get bigger, and I'm glad he's not doing the house. Um, <laughs> how was how his training? Did that teach him potty training um, just like in two weeks? Yeah, it did. It went well. It did. We're, going, we're, we're doing well with him. He's sleeping longer now, and so we're not up at you know four in the morning and then five in the morning. Uh, every, I mean, he's really such a good pup. He's so much fun. And last night I got home, my buddy Brandon – uh, had a uh, had his birthday party in uh, Zion, and we played golf out there for a few days. And Wells was actually able to come because one of my other buddies backed out, and so Wells drove up from LA and joined us, which was awesome. We played golf, and then I came home, and it's just so incredible to walk through the front door and to have him just run full steam at you, and then just love on you like he just like yeah. it's such a crazy cool feeling. And then poor Jess, like 
she stands there as like I'm loving on him and then stands and waits for her turn. She just doesn't run and jump and tackle me like he does. <laughs> um, oh, I feel the exact same way. I've, it's been like that for over three years now. I'm used to Lois getting the most attention first up. It's really cute when I see Jared's car lights coming yeah. up. I'll say to Lois before even the garage door gets up and she can hear it. I'll be like, Lois, really? I don't even have to say it excitingly. Yeah. I can be like, Lois, dad's home. And then all that she runs to the garage uh, door. It's so cute. That is that is amazing. It, it, it's like, you know English. It's so cool. <laughs> I can, Lois, dad's home. That's incredible. It's one of the wonders of life is having a pup love you so much. But it is a good thing coming home. And we had a great time, Ashley, uh, playing golf. Uh, Wells and I went head to head again, which we love to do. Uh, no more hole in one, though. No, I got an eagle. Experience. I had an eagle. Yeah. Is that two or three? Two, two, two on a par wow, four. Hit it in from 120 amazing. yards. Yeah, Wolf Creek. Wow, it was a it was that was a great experience. So, um, we celebrated Brandon. You know, he's my buddy. Uh, with ALS. I've met him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, this was kind of one of his deals. Let's go do something really fun this year together. And so we did. Uh, Brandon is still able to play golf really well. Um, he's lost a lot of distance um, on his on his uh, ball flight, but he's playing yeah. golf well. And a lot of guys from Warsaw, Indiana uh, that are friends of ours and then from out here in Denver. And then obviously Wells joined us. And he, he knew some of the guys kind of, but not well. Uh, fit in perfectly and we just played golf and hung out and celebrated Brandon for a few days and uh and it's actually St. George, Utah. And it was it was quite the trip. It was worth doing. I've been gone a lot, so I was a little stressed out about leaving again and Yeah. But you know, it was obviously it was worth, worth it. it. Like yeah, birthday, it's yeah. so worth it. I mean, I'm, we're hoping for a miracle. We're, we're believing in a miracle and one day 10 years down the road we'll talk about these trips still, but for right now it's important for us to to take advantage of every cool moment we have. And uh, yeah. that was one of them. Just to remind the audience, um, Brandon is your friend who has ALS. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that you guys went to Boston yeah. to maybe figure out a good treatment plan for him. Um, how was that trip about two months ago, three months ago? It, you know, it's it's been really incredible for a few reasons. Um, one is, if anybody out there listening has a family member or they've known of somebody or they're affected with ALS, the momentum behind this I mean, there's no words to describe how terrible this disease is. The momentum behind it is getting better. Still don't think it's great, but it's getting better. There's more research, uh, more uh, therapies coming out. Brandon is kind of, uh, because of his age and because of really how slow it's progressed, he's kind of in the heart of a lot of these therapies. He's he's doing what he can and, uh, you know, to get better, but you know, we've, we've had uh, a lot of really great months with him and we're going to, we have trips planned in the future together with him. Like we're just going to keep having fun uh, and hoping for the best and believing in the best, but knowing that, Hey, um, and you know, the best might not come. It's been a really good life lesson for me. And it hit me this week. We were sitting uh, in our Airbnb. We're watching the masters. Uh, we're having drinks. Uh, we no, went it's to a good weekend for you guys to get together. Yeah. It's a great weekend. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, masters golf buddies together hot tub but we were sitting we got costco steaks um and we're sitting together and i was looking around me and i was like you know what like really unfortunate and sad there's for for where why we're here not you know we're not the only reason we're there is because he has als we're there to celebrate too but um it's kind of taught me kind of like that song like live like you were dying 
mm-hmm. what would you want to do? I mean, you can't be traveling every week and you can't be playing 30 rounds of golf in three months. That's especially when you're married. But uh, it's helped me just realize um, what it means to live like you were dying. Like take the present moments and enjoy them. Take the little things and enjoy them, the little victories and enjoy them and and sit in that joy uh, and not stress so much out about, you know, the future, which is what I did last year, Ashley, in July of last year, you know, the headlines came out that I was having a breakdown and, you know, I kind of said I kind of was, but a lot of it was the fear of the future for me. Um, and so it's been really good. This weekend was for me just to take a step back and say, Hey, um, life is good right now. I mean, look at you, you've got your, your son in your arms. Uh, we're still doing this podcast. He, he learned to smile today. I mean, uh, he's been inching closer and closer to smiling starting to sleep and then you can kind of see the light show up in his face the past week but today it was undeniable you're smiling like you're having a happy moment really sweet that is absolutely awesome well yeah um yeah so that's the life takeaway this week um don't always have them but this week it felt like there was a sacredness to the moments and maybe our listeners can relate and if you do please let us know uh it's always great to hear the encouraging words uh, from those of you who listen. So tell Ashley and I, uh, through Instagram, through Twitter, uh, write us an email of what moments in life you're learning to appreciate more and more as you get older or as things have changed and as maybe there's been some pain in your life and it's taught you to take a step back. Um, those are always things um, that encourage us more than the criticism um, because we know that won't stop coming. Hey, uh, Ashley, it is the off season, <laughs> but let me tell you, Bachelor Nation, um, and the Bachelor cast did not fail us in giving us a ton of juicy content to talk about this week. Big, we've big got headlines this week, we've yeah. we've got a lot to dig into. All of it very interesting to me. Some of it I don't know a lot about because I was gone and kind of distracted. So I'm excited to learn from you. Let's take a break, and we come back. We're going to break down Bachelor headlines. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. One guy is spending $499 a month. 
he should really apply for the bachelorette (laughs) or this one episode which is what our amazon purchase history says about us why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button ashley um say less this is really really interesting so to check it out you can search smart money happy hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts just search smart money happy hour and hit that subscribe button which i just did your wallet and your next road trip will thank you hey drew scott here and i'm jonathan scott reminding you that life's better with a home policy from american family insurance they can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do like need to do it, <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Starting out Bachelor headlines this week, we're going to talk about a Kardashian. A Kardashian that is flirting with potentially becoming the Bachelorette. We've talked about it for a while. Let's see if it's true. The headline reads this. Chloe Kardashian speaks on dating and if she's ready to be the Bachelorette. This according to Us Weekly. You guys might remember when Mike Fleiss took to Twitter saying that like Chloe was in like contract negotiations yeah. to be the Bachelorette. This is like two or three years ago. It was pretty silly. Uh, there was no merit to it. Even Chloe and I think I think did Kim say something on Twitter like, "No, Chloe will not be being the Bachelorette." Well, this week at the premiere of their new Hulu show. Uh, she was asked whether she'd be the Bachelorette, and she said, my God, my mom would probably. And then she was interrupted by Kim, who said, it would be a dream come true for uh, their mom, for Chris. And then Kendall interrupted and said, mine too, honestly. So the Kardashian clan may want her to be the Bachelorette, but Chloe herself doesn't really think that she can pull it off. She said, I don't think I can do that just because they're so invested just, you know, I think she's referring yeah. to her family. They're so invested. Um, and then, like, The Bachelorette is making out with everyone. I don't know if I have the heart to do that. And then I have to not give someone a rose. That's so mean. No, oh, come I'm... on. It's the Kardashians. <laughs> they can do she... this. I don't believe any I of know. that. She's basically just saying, no, she's not going to. But she's saying it in a way that she's trying to give reasoning behind it. Um, she goes, I'm like an everyone gets invited to the birthday party type girl. I don't think I'm built for the bachelorette. And then the host, the, um, I think it was for ET or extra says it would be good TV. And she goes, it would be good TV. And then she paused for a second and said, my mom is literally going to call right now. So I mean, this is a more open response than what we were getting like a year ago from her. One thousand percent. I still don't think think she'd ever do it. Why would she? I don't think they liked it coming from Fleiss because like Fleiss was trying to make it seem like it was like actually happening. And there was like talks behind the scenes in Hollywood. And it's like, no. Um, But if like a reporter asks and they just talk about their bachelorette fandom, like that's pretty cool. Well, uh, the head Kardashian. uh you know, hosted a show with me during my season. Um, <laughs> the head Kardashian. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Chris. <laughs> yeah. I forgot her name for a second. Um, <laughs> but Chris did host, uh, I think it was after Paradise or after The Bachelor with me one one week. Which yeah, is, I came in. Oh, they yeah. They were yeah. like, Ashley, Chris is going to be the guest host if you want to come and sit in the audience and meet her afterward. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, she's. She, I don't remember what she said to me, but she, oh, I think she said we love watching you, and I'm like, oh, oh my, my god, <laughs> oh, that's so good. I well, love watching you too. <laughs> that's so good. Well, uh, we can only hope. Well, uh, this week, uh, Queen Victoria, Victoria Larson, um, kind of made headlines again, uh, speaking out against production and the show. 
The headline reads this, Queen Victoria Larson truly hates The Bachelor producers. The quote is, I had the worst experience on the show. This according to Us Weekly. So she took to Instagram story and did one of those Q&As, and she said, doing the show is probably the worst experience of my life, and I hate the producers truly. Can't you just hear her saying this? I hear it in her tone and voice. She goes, however, I try to look... With with a greater perspective, and there are more significant issues in the world, and mine are minuscule in comparison, focus on my blessings always. One of my favorite things is when people recognize me and are purposefully rude to me because they think I'm an awful person. It's almost as great as online trolls. Uh, she said that it was fun being called queen on set, and um, she I guess she wasn't thinking that it was going to have negative connotations. But then she says, F it. Who doesn't love being called queen? Uh, She also said something along the lines of the producers are manipulative and they pick and choose storylines. Well, welcome to reality TV, queen. Any comments on this, Ashley? I mean, there's no way. Like, There's some things that can be a little bit fiddled with, you know? Mm. But (laughs) her behavior was too much to be filled with. And so was her tone and attitude towards the girls and all that. Like, there's no... There's no way that, like, she, quote, got a bad edit. Like, no, she was just bad behaved. Behaved badly. Yeah, it wasn't the best look uh, on TV. And kind of like we've talked about before, and I know not everybody agrees with me on this, and that's that's fine, but when you're on the show... And you can blame producers for a lot of things. And I and I do know there's been some people that have been edited poorly and unfairly, right? The, the only one I can really speak of from a personal interaction being on the show is Olivia. Olivia was not the villain of the 20th season of The Bachelor, but she became one, and that was unfortunate. And I was not the villain of Bachelor in Paradise season three. I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> I believe it, because you're not a villain. Because but- we're married. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you close that door. But you can always say no to the producers. Like, that's the thing that people just don't seem to understand when they go on the show. It's like a producer asks you to do something. Of course, they're going to ask you to do something. They're trying to create drama. They're trying to create a show. But you have all abilities. They're never going to bully you or force you to do a thing. And so to blame stuff solely on the producers, I feel like, is not taking advantage of the opportunity to learn and grow and become, you know, more refined as a human, which we've seen so many people do, right? I mean, look at Thomas Jacobs. Thomas Jacobs had a bad edit during his season on the show. He came off as a villain. He came off as um, fame hungry, all these things. And now he is an incredible partner to one of my closest friends from the franchise, Becca. And he did that by going on Paradise and saying, hey, these are opportunities to learn amazing stance and what do, how do we think of Thomas today not as the guy that's the villain from the seat that season no we think of him as as Becca's boyfriend and as somebody that is very desirable for fans to follow from the show so mm-hmm. I'm just saying here I'm sure Victoria had a poor experience I don't want to say oh Victoria I'm not hearing you out here I'm I, I have no question that you did not have a good experience on the show I'm just saying when you solely blame the producers I just can't get fully behind that because you can say no to stuff. Yeah. I'll add one little thing in, though. 
sometimes they leave things out that'll give you context to why people are behaving in such a way. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, maybe there would be... that's from my experience with the uh, the bad episodes that I had. It's like, um, you guys aren't seeing a whole other thing. But it wasn't so much like, of course, I was acting like that. But maybe people would have understood a little bit better why mm. yeah. if there was added context. Sure. Context is important. And you, and you hear cast members get off the show and say, hey, there was more to that scenario than what you saw. And I would say yeah. I can get behind that. Oh, That's, sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's. A lot of a lot of filming and a lot of editing, and if they, things are left out, I go. That's either unfortunate or like makes it makes sense. Typically, it's unfortunate because it makes somebody look um, love hungry, and it makes people look uh, like they're chasing after something or they're overly emotional. Those things are unfair for cast members to get that edit. However, the things that are shown are typically not, from my experience, that edited up. In terms of like how the conversation went down. Yeah. Yeah. So if you did it, you yeah. know, if, if you're mean, they're going to show you being mean. That's yeah. just, that's kind of, that's kind of what goes on there. But yeah, um, she came out, people were responding. It was kind of all over the internet for a day until some of these later headlines popped up, which took over Bachelor Universe for uh, more than a day. But before we get there, I do have some more headlines to read out. We have to celebrate Bachelor alum Jenna Cooper because she marries Carl Hudson in private ceremony. You just can't stop smiling, she said. I'm so happy that she like has a happy ending here. Yes. I don't know if you guys remember, but she was accused by Reality Steve of cheating on Jordan, which ended that whole like catastrophe, ended up ending their engagement. However, turns out it was all lies. It, but, you know... It, Neither of them were meant to be together anyway because Jordan got married recently and now Jenna is marrying, she married um, her boyfriend, her fiance, um, and this is the same guy who she has a daughter with. She said that they couldn't wait any longer to get married, so they decided an impromptu elopement. They did it in New Orleans over the weekend. They said that they had plans to attend the Final Four and it was just spontaneous and fun and they they got they got married. She said that they will be having a wedding celebration for family and friends later down the road. Well, congratulations to Jenna. As you said, uh, I've been able to meet her family. Um, she is from Indiana, and uh, I'm really happy that she's getting a happy ending here because her time on the show, to backtrack, wasn't necessarily fair, fair or ideal, and it felt like it got very much I mean, I remember that time. We were talking about it a lot for a couple weeks um, because that scenario, Jordan continued to play out and there was text exchange and there were screenshots and there was rumors. So it's good now that they're both settled down and they're both happy. Interesting headline here. Uh, We just had him on the podcast a few weeks ago and Jason Tardick is talking about Colton Underwood. This is the headline. Bachelorette alum Jason Tardick, who is right now on his book tour, calls Colton Underwood very calculated. This is according to page six. Now, I don't know if this in context, and maybe actually you can give us some context here, if it was a criticism or if it was just an explanation, uh, but that is the headline. Jason Tardick calls Colton Underwood very calculated. Well, speaking of the context, this <laughs> this is missing a little bit. So it was an interview with page six. So I don't have video to like kind of confirm. 
what the uh, intention behind that phrase, very calculated, was. But this is what he says. It's re- I think this is what it's referencing. And it's a story that I've heard before. And I know I heard it from Jason's mouth, like, in a car once. I think it was at an iHeartFest. But I don't remember whether or not he's ever been public with this. But anyway, so this is how it, it went. He says that he, Blake, and Colton were all in contention to be the bachelor but colton went into the room you know the interview room with all the head honchos and said what's gonna set me apart from the other guys that you're interviewing is that i'm gonna give you the best ratings that ended up being something that really like sparked their attention they really liked hearing that and jason also says that he knows that he himself wouldn't have been manipulated, but he thinks that Colton was down to kind of go along with being manipulated. He says, this is Jason saying, I'm just not in the business of getting manipulated to create drama. One of the big reasons is I'm boring. I'm vanilla. I know I I wouldn't have been manipulated. I wouldn't have done crazy shit. He was exactly right. So I think all in all, he's saying very calculated means... He was down to do sh- crazy drama things for ratings, like maybe jumping over a fence. Who knows? Well, it's good to hear somebody else call themselves vanilla and uh, <laughs> boring. Okay, you, Jason, and Jared are all like on screen. You come across like so well. There's like not one little thing to nitpick. Like you guys are the perfect catches. And admired by all. Yeah, okay. It can come across as vanilla on TV, but you guys aren't boring people whatsoever. Well, that's sweet of you. It really is just a way of saying, like, I'm going to be well-behaved, respectful, on my best manners. Like, Jared, I'm going to give the girl a coat when she dumps me. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good move. Solid move. Yeah, it was a good move. Yeah. Well... I uh, I also would argue with Jason that I think Jason would have pulled just as good of ratings as Colton um, because a lot of Colton's season did not get great ratings up until the last four episodes, if we remember. Uh, those last, the Finch Jump episode and everything kind of built, uh, the whole season built up to that moment. And then the ratings picked up a bit. I think Jason would have been fine at it. Um, but it is interesting to hear the backstory there because that season, more than most... Uh, had three people that very easily could have been the bachelor with Blake, Jason, yeah. and Colton. I think it was a, it was kind of a, a crapshoot. Like I don't know who they're gonna choose, and they ended up choosing Colton. That was the last season where it was just like, whoa, who's gonna be the bachelor of all these guys? Yeah, good options. Michelle kind of had that a little bit. Like Michelle had a few, like the Rodneys of the world, um, kind of came in, and and obviously. Um, they chose Clayton, who was like wasn't even in the top of that list, but they did. Uh, they did have a few options there, but yeah, that was a that was a tough one. You didn't know who was going to be the bachelor from that. Yeah, I also want to say that Jared and I went to Jason's Restart Roadmap book event in Boston on Thursday, and it was awesome. It wasn't just like a regular book signing; it was kind of like a small like seminar to teach you and inspire you to you know, create a fresh start, whether it's in your career, in your personal life or anything like that. And he is perfect for events like that. You know, he's such a great public speaker and he really is truly motivating and he's just the sweetest. It would be 
crazy if he were The Bachelor because who would have known where um, he and Caitlin would be today? I agree. And then they make a lot of sense. And it's really fun to follow them. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. One guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns, ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level. 
with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do like need to do it, <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, on the next headline, uh, Kristen Cavallari shares a kiss with Bachelor Nation's Tyler Cameron on set. This according to E. Okay, when I first saw these pictures, I was like, that looks like a set. Everybody was geeking out because they thought that maybe they were dating. But it was so setty. I was like, if Tyler does kiss like that in just a real life scenario, then he really is like that romantic movie lead. And uh, I was right. They were on a photo shoot for Uncommon James, her brand, which does, you know, like apparel and home goods and jewelry and stuff. Um, And Kristen came out and said, sweetest guy ever. Like, wow, what an amazing guy. Love being around him, but we are not dating. He's just a, a hunk that's brought in for the campaign. Yep. And he has the perfect look for that, doesn't he? Ben, we didn't really talk about this, but you interviewed him when I was on my two-week maternity leave. He came across so wonderfully. 
He's like really grounded and down to earth for what a celebrity he's become. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what was so attractive about him um, and endearing because I kind of came into that interview thinking, okay, I'm interviewing more of like a a celebrity more than somebody from our world. And he, you know, he talked a lot about it in the interview even. It's worth going back and listening to like, you know, he's, he's building homes now and he's focusing on Florida and where his family's at and his friendships. And it kind of feels like, I mean, this might come off poorly because I'm sure he's doing fine and there's going to be a lot of more opportunities to come his way. But it almost feels like, okay, I've ran my race and it's been fun and I've done this, the things and I've walked the red carpets and I've lived in New York and I've dated and all those things. And now I see what's important to me. And what I think he was saying was it's the the simple things in life. And that is a great place to get to. I think any person of any kind, set, you know, when they find that out, Life gets really uh, exciting when you can enjoy the small little moments, as I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. And I'm just starting to learn that. I can't even say I have yet, but I'm just starting to learn that. And uh, it was a good interview, and he was very grounded. I think that's a good word to use there. Um, But when Kristen Cavallari comes calling and says, hey, will you do an ad with me and (laughs) make out with me? I'm sure he's like, yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, wow, Tyler, just continue to... Prove to women that you are that Nicholas Sparks character because he's like, all I want is to move home and build houses with my dad with my bare hands. Didn't he quote Nicholas Sparks or like have a something in his season with Hannah Brown that was like very Nicholas Sparks-esque sitting on the cliffside? Yeah, like every moment he had, he was like paddling boats and stuff. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah, (laughs) some guys just can't lose. Um, <laughs> the uh, next headline is this Marissa Gunn reveals she's still looking for love after breakup with Riley Christian this according to Bachelor Nation okay there's a little shade in these quotes let me know if you pick it up I'm going to read it verbatim and I want you to see if you you hear what I hear she said we've decided you know this is back in you know uh, January decided to go our separate ways never did we imagine this we came to a point where we need to work on ourselves and now she is talking to bachelornation.com which is like the official like bachelor news source you know associated with the franchise not like us we're the you know we are an official bachelor news site you know uh organization as well um she said i want bachelor nation to know i'm still looking for love Love is the most important thing to me. I want a husband. Seriously, it sucks. It really sucks coming out of an experience where you think everyone is looking for that, especially when you think you found it, like a ring on your finger and everything. She goes, I know this experience can work, but it takes two to make it work. Mm. A little shade there. Shady. But she's looking for love, and it's good for her. She deserves it. She's basically insinuating that Riley was on the show not for love Ooh! don't you hear that i hear it i hear it a little shit um you know you think everyone is looking for that and then she said it takes two to make it work so Uh, oh well we wish her the best i know that she was at bachelor live on stage or at least i think I, i can't say i know because i saw a video and i believe she was there um but maybe she wasn't but I believe she was at Bachelor Live on stage recently, and I have a headline about Bachelor Live on stage, but more importantly, about our friend Tia Booth, because Tia Booth gets engaged this week at Bachelor Live on stage to her boyfriend. It's a big deal. It's something to celebrate. And also, 
come on, what a spot to get engaged in front of, I don't know, a thousand of your biggest fans. I know. I wonder why her boyfriend Taylor um, decided to do that. I'm sure he was able to figure out the kind of engagement that Tia would want. Yeah. And I think it's kind of cool that he made it like a full circle moment for The Bachelor because Tia is definitely one of the things we, one of the people that we think of when we think of like the most recent seasons of The Bachelor. She's probably been like one of the more interesting storylines to follow. Yeah. She did, she was obsessed with Colton, you know, and now we see how, where that went. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they got engaged and a little bit more about their story. I, but yeah, by the way, like I opened up Instagram today and it was the first thing I saw and I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. It kind of felt fast, but also like, I think when you're a certain age, it's just like, oh, nine months of dating. It's probably good. It's probably good enough. So a little bit about their backstory. They met last January, like January, 2021 at a party in Nashville. He had just moved from California and they were like hanging out in the same group of friends. He apparently one day got the balls, Tia says, to hit on her and get him to hang, get her to hang out with him. But she goes, sweetie, I'm going on Bachelor in Paradise. I'll see you later. <laughs> and then when she came back to Nashville and she was still single, she was like, holy moly, this guy has been here all this whole time. And you know, she gave it a shot and she said that that's been, it's been so great ever since. She also says that this guy truly doesn't get enough credit for what I've put him through. Um, he came into my life during the most difficult season I've ever faced and he hasn't wavered. I've tried to push him away more times than I can count, but he stuck with me through it all. Um, she also says maybe we're, when we're on the other side of it. I'll write a book to explain but for now, here's some genuine soft smiles. So uh, now that they're on the other side of things, it'll be interesting to see if she does write a book. And the time that she's talking about being difficult is because she lost her dad about a month ago. So sad. I feel so bad for her. Um, yeah. But it seems like this guy, Taylor, has really been a rock through it all. I'm so excited for her. The engagement happened at the Fox Theater in Atlanta. Yeah. Um. On yeah. Yesterday on the tenth. So exciting and really happy for her. Uh. And I'm sure having like I think her best friend Becca as the host of that show probably helped Taylor make this decision too because they're so yeah. close. And knowing that Becca could help cultivate an incredible moment for Tia, uh, I'm sure played into it. So congratulations to Tia and Taylor on their recent engagement, very recent engagement. Uh, Ashley, not much of a headline here, but just some update that we should um, communicate to all the listeners. Uh, Bachelor creator uh, says that there's no drama between Gabby and Rachel in the new season. That's a big update, actually, if you read into that is so far. I don't hear a so far in that, uh, but I it kind of to me, Ashley, tell me if you think I'm wrong. It's hinting that uh, the show doesn't want drama. They're not trying to going to try to cultivate any drama between the two and that the drama won't come from the two leads. It will come more from the cast. I'm hoping that's the case. I actually, I like that idea better than the opposite. This definitely seems like something that Mike Fleiss is trying to perpetuate, you yeah. know, really emphasize to fans that there's, that there's no drama between the two, probably because of the past, you know, what Caitlin was saying in a headline last week, it just always seems like there's like two bachelorettes, you know, there was Katie and then Michelle, and it seemed like they really wanted Michelle to be the lead, but they had to stall. 
and wait for her until school is over. And then, you know, both Caitlin and and Britt, you know that they the audience really thinks they messed up there, pitting two women against each other, having guys vote on which one they liked more. Like that's just like I can't even imagine if they announced something like that today, how much has changed in the past seven years. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm actually thinking that because he said this, I feel like multiple times and the production crew just has to know how, um, poorly it'll go over if they pit them against each other. I think there might not be any. I'm hoping maybe, not. Maybe to a small certain degree, but like, I don't think it's going to be like an ongoing storyline. Yeah. And maybe the show will try to do everything they can to keep it. Uh, calm and collected and maybe the setup of the show this year is not even allowing those two to really compete which it would be odd to me if they had those two bachelorettes competing over anything at all it just doesn't seem right it doesn't seem fair and it seems super awkward to watch if your two leads are like battling it out for some reason that's just weird I'm hoping it doesn't end in this Ashley this is my hope okay Uh, call me whatever you want to call me from this hopeful naive naive um i'm hoping there's not a scenario where at the end like they both like the same person and the per- that person has to choose um like i'm hoping that's not how this is going down and that the last episode will be this play up of you know we'll see the teaser of the two leads crying and the i just think that would be so hard to watch and not fun for me to watch like, i don't want to see that i don't want to even experience that moment where Somebody's put in the scenario and those two women are put in the scenario to have to choose. It seems odd. Yeah. It would be a real full circle moment though for like a guy to say again, I'm in love with both of you, right? Yeah. But hopefully that's not their goal. I just can't think of a setup in which they they the guys don't have to choose. I feel like at some point the guys are gonna have to choose. I don't know. Or and even if they do, and it's just like okay, it's the Gabby camp and yeah. the Rachel camp, it's still gonna be like awkward if yeah. one girl has more guys on her team than the other uh, girl. It's gonna be super awkward. Yeah, and still un un unnecessary would be the thing yeah. I would say is like it's just unnecessary there. It's still kind of like voting. Yeah, we it just is. Get to see how both you know seasons are gonna play out because it'll be like two seasons in one. And I know myself, like if I was one of them, it would be a competition. And my insecurity of feeling like, hey, once people really get to know me, they're not going to like me. And once people, all that stuff, like that would be playing out as I'm on a show that is already hard enough to try to navigate. I'd be looking around being like, oh, she has 12. I have 10. And her 12 seem to be having a lot better time than my 10. And I just, that's just a, a mind game that brings out insecurities that just isn't necessary. And I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that for them. Who knows? I'm, this is all speculation. It could, they could figure out the perfect balance here and we could all be wrong. I don't know. Kind of crazy that we have to wait till July to figure out how they're going to handle this. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not thinking about it too much. I mean, I'm, in, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm enjoying this off season. Uh, we watched a lot of bachelor for the last year. We of my really life. have. Yeah. A uh, couple uh love updates uh, before we get to the big headline of the week. Let's actually pause here, Ashley, before we even get to the love updates. Take a break. When we come back, we have two more updates. And then we're going to talk about Clayton uh, and the mess that was TikTok and Clayton. And um, I don't know, some human on TikTok this last week and rumors that she sparked put the internet in an uproar. We'll come back talking about it in just a second. (laughs) 
What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns, ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. 
You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair teas on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. And really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if you, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Ashley, first love headline. Interesting headline. One that uh, I'm, I don't know, call evil or what, but I'm super just intrigued with this storyline. I don't know how it worked out, and I don't know the details of it, but I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, Hannah Brown talks Brother Patrick's upcoming wedding to Jed Wyatt's ex, Haley Stevens. Uh, family trauma is the, the word that's used. This is according to Us Weekly. All right, to, to remind anybody who doesn't remember or tell anybody who doesn't know, Hannah Brown's brother is now engaged to the girl that Jed was dating back at home when he got engaged to Hannah on The Bachelorette. Really crazy, weird, small world. A couple months ago, she said, I just want my brother to be happy, and yeah, they're getting married. I'll be there. <laughs> she sounds thrilled. She says, I just want to support my brother continuing to grow, and if they make each other happy, I'm happy for them. Okay, so yeah, that was back in November. And now more recently, she's saying, you can love your family and still know that there are things that can be triggering 
because we love our family, we're not going to say anything. Or like you said, you can't choose family, but the way that we grow up is so pivotal to these patterns that we find ourselves in. So it can be helpful if you could write into words like what your relationship with your mom um, or dad or siblings are, and then you can connect the dots with some patterns that you might have in your life. Um, She says that the more I go to therapy, the more I've realized when I go back home, there's this anxiety that I don't understand why it's creeping up. And it's not like I don't love my family, but in every family, things can be triggering or upsetting to be able to actually set a boundary with your family, to be able to better communicate instead of continuing to build up these walls is really helpful. She says, of course, I wanted to put that in this journal because she's talking about um, how she's launching her a little like a spinoff of her book, which is God Bless This Mess. So it's now the God Bless This Mess journal where you like kind of like work out your issues and all your mess, right, in the journal. And so she's talking about you know, putting things down on paper and how that can be therapeutic. So she says, I wanted to put that in my journal because you can't choose your family or what you're born into. You can choose how to communicate and the boundaries that you set and how you love one another and how you show up for your family. So I think like basically, like I'm not trying to put words into Hannah's mouth, but like maybe it's not like the most ideal situation. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. I think it's fair. I think that's very fair uh, to say. I don't think it's ideal. It's going to happen, it sounds like, and it's something that I'm sure she's going to celebrate, but I don't think she's like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, super weird. Uh, um, Hey, you know what? It's better than her having a sister and the sister marrying Jed. (laughs) That would be really weird. Uh, Yes, you are right, actually. Um, Hey, uh, big headline here. Kendall Long comes out publicly with her new boyfriend. This is something to celebrate. There's not a headline for it. We're just breaking the news here on the Almost Famous podcast. She came out publicly on social media, sharing a bunch of really cute pictures of the two of them um, being weird together, which is perfect uh, and something ideal. But yes, Kendall Long has came out with a new boyfriend who she seems to care about a lot. Yeah, I mean, we don't know much about him, um, but, but we do know, like, we know his name because she's tagged him in things. But it was really exciting because, well, one, we were all rooting for Kendall over the summer, you know, maybe not to end up with Joe, but we were, we were like, hoping for her happiness. We yeah. felt bad. She was having to watch her ex, the, like, the guy that she it was, like, the big love of her life fall in love with somebody else. Like, that's just... Again, like I had so much sympathy, empathy for her. And now she is in a happy relationship with a guy named Mitch. And I love the way that she captioned this picture or this set of pictures with the two of them, which are all looking like pretty quirky, like very on par with what I'd expect Kendall to be with. The caption reads this, by the way, (laughs) I'm in love. And just like our relationship, these pictures get progressively weirder. So, so cute. So, so happy for them. I can't wait to continue to watch that love bloom on social. No, oh, so great for her. She's somebody we really love on the show. And uh, really exciting that she found somebody to get quirky with. Because she is quirky. Like, she admits it. She is. She's, But she's fun. And she's exciting. And she's interesting. And so it's nice that she feels like she's found somebody um, to be that with, especially following Bachelor in Paradise this year. 
Uh, hey, Ashley, before we get to the big headline, I do just want to mention to you and ask your thoughts on Dancing with the Stars getting dropped by ABC after 30 seasons. Is that a big deal to you? <gasps> Wait a second. You're dropping this on me. Ooh. I didn't know that. You didn't know Holy that. Holy crap. I know that they announced their lineup today because yeah. other headline Bachelor in Paradise is renewed for an eighth season. Good we don't them. know the timeline necessarily of when it's going to be shot and and on TV, but it is it's happening like I predicted it would be the past two weeks. But holy crap, Ben. Wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's going to Disney Plus. Uh, okay. So now it's only going to be on a streaming service, which is a a down. It's it's a big deal. It's got to be, right? It's got to yeah. be a little bit of a downgrade. Oh, a little bit. It's I think it's a big downgrade. Um, okay. And uh, it's going to be a whole new world for, for Dance of the Stars. It's also, I don't know how much of their demo has Disney Plus, right? I mean, a lot of their demo is similar to The Bachelor. Demo. Yeah, it's an older demographic. So, how many of those are streaming Disney Plus? That's always that's a bit of a question that's been talked about. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, I don't believe streaming is where shows are going to go to die, right? I think most things, if I were to predict, are going to move over to streaming yeah. um, in the next few years. However, this does seem like uh, it's preemptive to when streaming will actually be the main outlet to which we watch television, and so it feels like. Shows are going there as they kind of say goodbye to the world, and it's kind of their last hurrah. It's a big deal. Uh, yeah, so that's what I thought was going to happen to Paradise because, you know, there was yeah. speculation that it, like, may not be happening. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think they're just going to drop it, but I could have seen them going and putting it on Hulu. Yeah, definitely. I could have seen that, too. But I'm glad Paradise is back. It's obviously can, um, a really fun show. I did not ask, yeah, I did not ask Wells at all. I was with him for the last four days. I didn't ask him one thing about Paradise, mostly because I'm sure everybody asks him about Paradise, and I'm sure mm -hmm. there's always questions and speculation around us. So, so you know, we're here to play golf. We're here to be friends. Yeah. Um, so I didn't ask him at all, even though there was times I wanted to. Uh, but uh, it never got brought up, um, and I think that's probably healthy and good. But I am excited that it is coming back, and I hope we see Wells on Paradise. It doesn't feel like Paradise without Wells now behind the bar, which originally, um, you know, when he wasn't the bartender, it was kind of this like, how is Wells going to fit in here? Now it's like, no, Wells is Paradise. He's he's <laughs> He is in a lot of ways. I think he's going to be the host. We'll see. That's just what my gut tells me. I wouldn't be mad about it. I don't think Bachelor <laughs> Nation would be mad about it. No, definitely I, not. And I think he'd be a great host. Well, um, final headline, Ashley. We're going to spend a little bit of time on this. Not too much because um, it's all filtered its way through now. But it is a wild story. We're going to see if we can make sense of it all. Um, but the headline reads this. It's one of the bigger headlines that have came through Bachelor Nation um, in the last few months. And I'm actually kind of shocked it became a big headline, quite honestly. And I'll tell you why after we break it down. But the Bachelor star, Clayton Eckerd, addresses cheating accusations from TikTok user. His comment is, this is ridiculous, according to Insider. Ashley, walk us through this, and then I'll tell you why I'm confused on how this even became a thing. Okay, first off, the sounds in the background are uh, Dawson on a bottle. So try not to be annoyed at the slurping. Isn't it funny the way that like baby slurping, baby chewing it's not annoying. It's not gross. It's adorable. Same with dog chewing, human chewing, disgusting. Anyway, moving on to the headline. 
Yeah, so there's this girl on TikTok. Uh, her name is Sasha. She posted a video on Saturday saying that she was at a bar with Clayton and he basically hit on her and wanted to take her home and that he pretty much cheated on Susie. To be super clear, she says, these are the quotes. She goes, so we were kind of flirting, and then he proceeds to ask me, do you watch The Bachelor? And then I go, no, because I've never seen it before. And then she said that they were chatting, and they hung out later together. He was very, like, sneaky, meaning he was very adamant about being quiet. I don't know what that means, like, keeping this affair quiet or, like being physically quiet i don't know and then she says right when it was time for me to go he made it very clear that i couldn't stay over so it sounds like she was like you need to be quiet about this rendezvous uh you can't stay over and yeah so this came out the girl thinks that she was hooking up with clayton but I've got to say, I don't think she did because both Clayton and Susie came out defending, you know, their party. Now, I went to go watch the original TikTok from this girl, Sasha, and it no longer exists anymore. So Susie, but I did get to watch Susie's um, where she defends him. So she shows texts and calls like a FaceTime call from Clayton at the time in which she was supposedly cheating on her on Saturday or on like Friday night or whatnot, she was like, no, this is Clayton FaceTiming me from Arizona, not New York City, where this girl is claiming to have hooked up with him. And then to further prove, she had him like on Find My Friends or whatever, Find My iPhone, and it proved to Susie that he was in Arizona at the time of this alleged cheating, not New York. And uh, I don't think you can argue with that, right? It's not like he has a burner phone that he's keeping in Arizona so that Susie can see that he's in a different state than where he's hooking up with some other random person. And the fact that the video was taken down kind of makes me feel like it was also illegitimate. It's not like TikTok is, you know, doing some fact-checking or whatnot, but... Yeah, like, eh, a little defamation there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, here's my comment. And you can maybe tell me. And, like, before you go into that, can I just say I don't think that, like, he would be so dumb as yeah. to do this so soon. Yeah, and I think he's into Susie. Like, why in the world, like, would he do this? But I, I don't know Clayton that well. We've had him on the podcast, obviously, when he was in the midst of kind of, like, his tornado of, chaos during the season but he's he's came out of that now he seems very happy um I, I don't know how this became a story and that's where i'm confused here because accusations like this happen all the time and they're they're mostly false uh they just you know people like to make a headline and they'll come on tiktok and they'll make a video about so and so flirted with me at the bar from this show or this actor or this actress or and a lot of times it happens from the bachelor franchise because Bachelor franchises are, will be known for love and people think you're just in it for fame and not for the relationship. And so people come off and people like they're not really together. In fact, we were flirting at the bar last night. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That yeah, happens. That. Yeah. People have it happens all the time. 
Uh, and, and a lot of times you never even know about it unless you're the person getting blamed and accused of, and then you see it because it pops up on your messages and be, or send, somebody sends you the, the little video and you're like, no, that's not true. I'm just going to ignore it. Why did Clayton feel like he had to respond to this? Was it getting enough momentum even before his response that he was like, oh my gosh, people are believing this? It must have been. It must have been going viral on TikTok. I think because it's shareable. Okay. That it was probably just being seen too too much. Yeah, it could be. I didn't know. I, I mean, I haven't seen the video itself. I I saw the apology video that the girl posted. Is like, yeah, we've oh, confirmed. She did. Yeah, yeah, she's apology. like, we confirmed it's not Clayton. Uh, uh, the footage that Clayton, Susie, and myself have uh, shows a different person. Uh, you know, maybe it was so somebody. Was this guy pretending to be Clayton? Must have been, or somebody There's else in the guy franchise. He's like a lookalike who's trying to be Clayton. Yeah, I know. She never says in this TikTok, the original one. She never, she never says, "I met a guy named Clayton who was yeah. on The Bachelor or who was The Bachelor." It's just this guy says, "Do you watch The Bachelor?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have so, just been another Bachelor dude, and like totally been another Bachelor guy. I mean, there's been a nobody who was like yeah. on two episodes. I mean, that would be my guess. Is like, you know, that's probably the best pickup line for somebody that's there two weeks. Is hey, have you ever watched The Bachelor? I was on yeah. it, and there's yeah. no follow up to like, oh my gosh, how oh, many and weeks? Then, then yeah. this girl was probably like thinking, oh, you she were the bachelor. the bachelor, yeah, like not thinking, oh, you could have been one of the thirty. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming that's how this played out. I mean, I wouldn't put it past anybody from the franchise. To use that as a pickup line, um, especially she, if you're single in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she also said something along the lines of, um, I didn't know I was ruining a marriage. So, like, she really That's didn't aggressive. know what was going on. That's really aggressive, too. Like, yeah. what a comment. And, like, how, and I don't know, like, how do you even say that and, like, do it with us? Like, yeah. that would be awful. <laughs> You, like, you made a TikTok thinking that you ruined a marriage, and you're like, "I didn't know I was ruining a marriage, but yeah. hey, sorry." Like this, just I don't know. It's absolutely uh, messy, so yeah. weird. But it did go all through the internet. It was everywhere. Reality Steve got involved. He was one to interview her. Maybe he ended up interviewing her. Uh, it was just a big old mess of a situation, and it's. Uh, it's all clear now, so we can move on and go past it. Uh, Ashley, that's all the headlines we have for everybody today. That's a lot of headlines, uh, a lot going on in Bachelor Nation. We want to say thank you to everybody from Bachelor Nation for <laughs> continuing to create these stories that we can get behind and celebrate, and some of them we can talk about. Hey, we were just able to do an almost hour-long podcast just because of headlines this week. Unbelievable unbelievable well hey uh we'll be back next week uh breaking down more headlines talking about more things from the bachelor catching up on everybody's life uh it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be great we're gonna keep you informed and get you motivated and ramped up for a new season of the bachelorette that will be coming in july of this year hey until then i've been ben i've been ashley bye Follow the Ben and Ashley I almost famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. 
It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.